Hey, welcome back to uh, the Easy Agent Podcast. My name is Monty Van Dyke. Um, today, I will be talking to you about, um, I just want to have a little conversation about uh, personal branding. Now, um, branding has been a bit of an issue uh, in the real estate game and it's been, you know, the term branding has been banded around a little bit um, to and from. Now, as you know, look, uh, a lot of the agencies spend a lot of money in uh, branding their their businesses um, with uh, you know logos and colors and fonts and uh, everything needs to be typeset in a particular way and if you look at um, some of the branding uh, conforming um, you know the, the the compliance documentation for uh, branding on some of the franchise agencies in real estate it's it's absolute madness it's um, you know some of them are like an inch thick and basically you can't do anything outside of those parameters and you know that's all mighty fine for the agencies if they want to protect their brand they think their brand's worth so much that yeah they need to do that that's all good and well but I ask you this and where, where does it leave you as an agent um, when you're the one treading the pavement and knocking on the doors and talking to people you're the one signing up the listings and getting the sales. You're the one bringing the revenue into the office. Now, um, contrary to popular um, belief uh, from the mindset from, what do we say, a prehistoric mindset where um, the franchise owners will tell you, well, the reason you've got that business is because of their brand. Well, that's a load of BS. Um People out there in the market will follow people. So if your personal brand is of value, then you will get the business. When you're having a conversation with your seller, with a potential vendor, and you're selling them on your value proposition, and it's very odd to, in this day and age, that they will actually stop you and question which office in particular do you work for because it's got absolutely no relevance to the way you, as an agent, market yourself, market their property, and market in the, in, within the industry. So um, the only disparity, I guess, you could find is that some of the agencies are very limited on their exposure, and, you, and you're pretty much hamstrung if you're an agent working for some of those. And if you are, I would suggest that you have a very strong hard look at where you want to go in your future because you're not going to get there if if you're stuck in that place. So um, look at what you're doing in regards to building your own personal brand because at the end of the day, when it's all said and done and you finish your career, people will just remember you. They're not going to say, oh, that, that chap who worked for so-and-so real estate, the franchise down the road, Nobody remembers that. They just remember what you've done. Uh, your family will remember what you've done through what you've been able to provide um, and your successes uh, as an agent um, will, will provide the, uh, the lifestyle and the benefits for your family and you know, your wife, husband and your, and your kids. So um, have a, keep that in the fore of your mind. I mean, when you're building your personal brand, it's all about you and your obligation your obligation to yourself and your obligation to your family. Now, when you're operating as an agent and you're listing and selling off, your obligation shifts because your obligation there is for your vendor, of course. 
um, and allowing them the freedom to move on to their next whatever it may be in their life. So at this point in time, I just want to focus on you and your brand, what you should be doing, how you can look at it, how can you revise it, how can you make it better and stronger to give you some leverage in the market that so that buyers and sellers will actually seek you out. And that's what it's more about. So if you can get a potential vendors ringing you because, um, because of your branding, your personal branding, and they recognize that over and above other agents in your area. Now, it doesn't matter where you go. Every area is competitive. Like, let's not kid ourselves. I mean, there's agencies left, right, and center. Um, there's probably more agents in Australia than we need. The industry is saturated. Um, okay, given that, yeah, 30% of them literally don't make any money at all and probably would be better off going and seeking uh, employment elsewhere uh, in another vocation. But if you're competitive and you're knocking over the numbers and you want to rise up into that top 15%, then you need to start looking at rebranding yourself. Um, or if you have got created a brand, then what can you do extra to give it a bit of weight, put some momentum behind what you've already worked hard to create. Now, I know I look around the industry and I travel, you know, Sydney, Melbourne, uh, we, we seen and I've spoken to so many agents who put a lot of time and effort into building what they perceive as their brand, but then you don't have to look too far online or, 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 or search around where, where their farm area is and recognize that their brand hasn't uh, really, really uh, given them a lot of uh, leverage at all. So uh, mainly because I think they're focusing on some of the, the things that they're good at or the things that they enjoy rather than focusing on the things that I guess would really deliver results. And, and that's always a bit of a, it doesn't matter what industry or whatever you do in life. Unfortunately, it's just, I think it's human nature is that we, we gravitate towards those tasks or those roles or those jobs that we're actually good at. Or the, and because we're good at them, we enjoy doing them and hence we become better at it. So we'd rather just stick to doing those than getting out of our comfort zone and challenging ourselves and, and, and learning new things and, and going through the, the little bit of pain that it takes to, you know, to, to push ourselves into those areas and become uh, competent. And I don't say you have to be, you don't have to be a nine out of 10 on everything you do. Um, what I uh, recommend to a lot when, we, when I'm mentoring agents is uh, what I say to the guys is you really want to just aim to be a seven out of 10 but you really want that seven out of 10 across the board. You just don't want to be, like you look at the, uh, the six marketing, uh, the sales tools that you have at your disposal, um, you know, and you're, you're talking, uh, let's, let's talk internet, we've got email, we've got social media, we've got uh, cold calling, we've got newsletters, we've got, um, yeah, uh, uh, other, other areas, you know, letterbox drops and so forth. So now you've got all these sales tools at your, at your fingertips. Um, you you can't be a nine out of ten on everything. It just it just doesn't work that way, unless you're Superman. Now, um, yes, there are a few Supermans getting around the industry, and and they're absolutely slaying it. But if you think you're going to be one of them, think again because they're truly in the one percent. So uh, very rare, uh, exceptional circumstances, exceptional personal skills, and uh, and a few things falling into place at, at, in a timely manner, and 
my God, gosh, a lot, a lot, a lot of hard work got those guys in that 1%. There's no no doubt about it. So if you think you're going to be in that 1% with these in, in that esteemed company, um, be prepared to, to basically sacrifice everything you've known in your life around you for the next three years. Um, and a lot of us are not prepared to do that. Well, we, a lot of us can't because we do have family obligations, we have social obligations and so forth. And they can't, we can't just put all that on hold. Otherwise, we end up single, divorced, and uh, we have one thing left in life, which is uh, a, a real estate business. Um, and we're making lots of money, but we don't have a life. and We don't have people around us that care for us. Um, so it's it's a fine line. It's a balancing act there, yeah? Um, but again, it, it brings me back to saying, look, aim to be 7 out of 10. If you can be 7 out of 10, you're already 3 out of 10 better than everyone else. Because uh, if you look around, it doesn't take too much to realise and recognise that most agents are lucky to be 5 out of 10 on their phone manner, lucky to be 5 out of 10 in the way they construct an email. And believe me, I've seen the emails and it is shocking. The industry needs a big education process. Let's teach our guys how to write emails. You need to learn it. It is so important. Um, you know, and you look at the brochures. Most of the guys, most of the agents doing the letterbox drops. Just go and have a look at your junk mail. Most of the stuff is is substandard. And then they wonder why none of it's converting. And they and then they think, oh well, I'll just do more. I'll just do more of the same. I'll keep putting out more four and five out of ten quality material. I'll just keep putting out more rubbish. And I wonder why no one's calling me. Well, you know, you need to change all of this. So um, let's look. I've put together 26 tips uh, for personal branding. Let's strengthen your personal brand. That's step one, yeah? Okay, and we'll talk about the rest later in another podcast. We don't have time today, unfortunately. Uh, so 26 tips uh, for personal branding, okay? Uh, number one, look, I'm going to move through this. So we can't spend a lot of time on each one because... We're, we're going to be here for two hours and we don't want to do that. I won't hold you that long. So be authentic. Uh, you know, the ability to remain authentic of whom you are is the main driver in creating your personal brand, okay? Um, there is nothing stronger in the marketplace than you and your name. So be authentic. Uh, don't pretend to be something you're not. People see through that in two seconds will not last. You may fool some of the people some of the time, but you can't fool all the people all the time. You would have heard that before. So remain authentic in everything you do. You, uh, have a look at uh, creating and starting an online blog. Um, this is uh, a nice way of communicating to the public, uh, and which is your buyers and your sellers and your whole network. Um, you're communicating to them uh, what your message is. Uh, again, we just spoke about being authentic. That's you. That is your message. Um, you know, And you can write about Everything that's happening, whether it's in your life, in your business life, uh, sporting realms or whatever uh, journey that you're going through, um, put that in a blog, but keep it true. Keep it true to who you are. Um, the beauty of a blog, now, whether it's actually a, 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 a genuine blog or whether you're doing it just as articles on a newsletter forum, it's it's all very similar, right? So it's, it's a place where people can come and read about you and then the lovely part about this is you can take this, these articles that you've created and you can share them on social media and you can share them on LinkedIn, you can share them on, on your story and so forth. So um, again, it's getting you in front of 
uh, the people that matter in your life and um, that's your community. An easy way of doing it is through newsletters and blogs. Um, brings me to point number three, so which is uh, while you're writing these, um, these, these articles and the blogs, it's all lovely, um, just remember at the end of the day, content is king. So it's, um, it's quality and quantity. So if you're currently writing one newsletter a month to go out on your monthly newsletter to your database, which is all very good, and I commend you for doing that because that's how it all starts. Um, if you're doing one newsletter and one email a month, I urge you to increase that. Do one, one a week. Now that means, you, okay, so there's three more articles you need to write. That's fine. You've got that in you. You know, you look at everything you do each day. There's plenty of stories that you experience and you go through every day. So um, find the story, put it on paper, put it on the email and send it out. So, but remember, content uh, is king. It's quality and quantity. So don't just write rubbish. It needs to be something that's relevant. And again, that comes back to you being authentic, yeah? Uh, next point, define your audience. Now, if you're struggling to find a topic to write about, um, look, you're not alone. A lot of people sit there completely blank going, okay, I want to write a topic. I want to write this blog. Where do I start? What do I write about? I've got no idea what to write about. I'm just, just drawing a complete blank. Now, easy way to solve this. Think about who you're writing for. Once you can define who your audience is, the subject matter that you will write about will become very um, evident. It, it, it just it, it's almost like it leaps out at you because because you know exactly the your audience and what you want to tell them. It's easy to find the topic to talk about, and and hence and, and it's a double bladed. You know, it's got a double uh, benefit here because because it's you, you know what to write about. All of a sudden. Um, your audience is engaging with you as well. So the more defined you can make your audience, the easier it is to write, and the more your audience is going to love what you write. So, And it's all about the engagement, isn't it? So you need the engagement for people to recognize your brand, um, and, it's, and you are your brand. It's all about you. So start building an email list. This is the next one. Um, and some of you may already have uh, a few emails already collected. Uh, contacts on a database, which is fantastic. When you become mindful that you your whole business revolves around a database and your email list, the email list is what is worth money to your business. The minute you recognize this and you become mindful of it, that is when your whole focus in your business will shift. And whenever you're in, you know interacting in a social or a networking environment, what are you going to be doing? I know what exactly what you're going to be doing, and you're going to be collecting business cards and email contacts. You're going to go home, you're going to add them to your CRM, and you're going to increase your database. Database is where the money is at. Believe me, this is there is not a single marketer in this country or around the world that hasn't created wealth off the back of a very substantial database email list. Yeah, so. Um, when do you start building it? Right now. Right this second. There is people around you. You have their contacts. They've emailed you uh, maybe as friends, as family, and so forth. It all starts there. Build your email list. 
The next topic, uh, very important, is all about staying focused. Um, now, focus is something that, unfortunately, in this day and age with all the technology around us and uh, everything's happening so quick, um, we've got, uh, you know, the the smartphones and the laptops and the tablets and everything. Our focus, there's so much distraction around us that our focus it is really hard to filter all the distractions out of our life and stay focused. So um, one thing I will say is that uh, you will not find um, any successful person that's done something you know, extraordinary that uh, can't focus. These guys, the only reason, well, there's two reasons. One, they're passionate. Two, they're focused and driven. So, yeah, that's three. Sorry. Yeah. Passion, focused uh, and driven. Now, you know, you, if you stay focused, you'll get the results. You can work through almost absolutely anything that's placed in front of you. It's only when you get distracted, your brain suffers because your productivity drops off. Yeah. Okay, moving into uh, the next next uh, little uh, tip I have for you tonight uh, is um, your logo design. Um, what I suggest, and, and it's very simple, we say make it memorable. So you don't need the fanciest, most sophisticated, intricate logos with all the colors and all the fancy little bits and pieces. That really doesn't get the job done. What you want is something that's plain, simple, to the point, but it's got to be memorable. So a very clever logo is very, uh, an effective logo is one that sticks in your memory long after, you know, you've either, uh, well, after the product's been, uh, you know, consumed or after uh, someone's used your services or visited your website, they still remember that logo. Now, don't go overboard. Don't go spend 100 hours trying to design up the fanciest logo you've ever seen. Keep it super simple, keep it clear, keep it on point, and what, most of all, make it memorable. This is your brand. This is what people will remember you by. That's how they identify you. Uh, so super simple logos, yeah? Next topic for uh, increasing your brand awareness um, is reaching out and helping others. Now, this may sound a little bit left field, but believe me, um, the greatest gift we actually can give anyone is our time. And it's nothing else. It's, it's, it's actually just being there for them. So by helping others, um, it, look, you, you have no idea the uh, amount of brand awareness that goes into when you do uh, volunteer work. It doesn't even have to be volunteer work. It can just be assisting other agents or working with people in the community or some some form, some way. Um, the, it doesn't have to be a huge gesture. It's just, you just need to start giving back. The minute you start giving back, you'll get recognition, your brand will be identified, you'll, and um, the whole momentum will start rolling on that, on that basis. So um, look at helping others. It doesn't take much. It's just a little bit of your time, yeah? We've all got a lot of time to, 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 to give. We just need to make it a priority the people who say that they're too busy and they don't have the time it's because they it's not a priority in their life at that stage 
But believe me, we all have the time. You can do it. Now, next tip I'd like to talk, make a mention and talk about is um, the benefit of seeking out online influencers and associating with these people. And so if you're on Facebook, you're in real estate, of course, um, you jump on and you look at who are the influencers in real estate online? Who are the guys that people are following? Who's following who on, on uh, Instagram? Um, now, if you follow their stories and you comment, you like on what, what, they're, what they're posting and, and um, they like your comments and they're engaging and you're engaging, um, success, successful brands and successful people align themselves with other successful brands, yeah? So it's no different um, to what you need to do with your brand is align yourself with other successful brands. And the easiest way in this modern technology is to do it online. Um, it is super simple. You become friends with, uh, with, with the big players and you comment and you engage on their posts and in, they will reciprocate. And then your brand will carry extra momentum and it's through the association um, with, uh, with, 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 the, uh, with the influencers. So seek these out. Um, you'll know who you're looking for. There's no, no question. You go online and you'll find them. Uh, make sure you're connected. So, um, the, next, the next little point, um, and this one's uh, kind of gets me a bit excited because I know, I know the, the potential of what this can create. It's quite amazing. And uh, if it's done correctly, um, you, can't, you can't exploit this one um, and you've got to be very mindful. Don't abuse it because it's a privilege, yeah? Um, join up on the online groups. So if you're on Facebook, um, if you're not on Facebook, geez, you need to be on Facebook. Um, but jump into your community groups, your for sale, you know, your for sale, you know, selling buy groups, your community groups, your forum groups, um, you know, all, all as many groups as you you can associate with that's going to be relevant for your brand. Of course, you know, if you're working... Uh, you know, North Sydney, Northern Beaches, you're not going to be, there's no, it's pointless being in a community group in, uh, in uh, Turak in Melbourne, yeah, because there's, there's zero benefit. So keep it uh, um, relevant to where your, where your brand has a presence. Um, join these groups, comment, engage, and so forth. It's a fantastic way of your, your um, brand uh, being recognised by the broader community. Another um, tip I like to talk about briefly is um, the benefit of using Google AdWords. Now, um, keywords uh, and uh, key phrases. Look, to be honest, this is a whole topic. This is a whole tutorial on on its own. But we're not going to talk about that. I just want to say, when you're writing your blogs and your articles, just do a little bit of back homework on keywords and phrases, and incorporate those keywords and key phrases into your articles because when your articles are online and they're published and people can see them and Google does an indexing and they, you know, they, they crawl the page and they, all the rest. Um, so it's visible in searches. It needs to find these, these Google keywords and key phrases. Yeah. So uh, all I recommend is jump on, do a little bit of homework on that. Um, there's plenty of tutorials online. Just watch a few videos on this. Um, and then and then 
um, adopt those those strategies into your um, article and your blog writing, okay? Um, so already we've got plenty there that, you know, you may already have been using, uh, engaging in your, in your branding, but you might have been stopping a little bit short with some of it. Um, hopefully from those first few uh, tips that I've, I've discussed here now, um, even if you took half of those and, and implemented that in your branding, I, I genuinely believe that you'll see a big jump up in uh, the quality of your brand and the momentum that you're gonna, and the traction you, you would get out in the community. So, but we've got more. So I wanna jump onto uh, a social media platform, uh, LinkedIn. Um, so traditionally used for, um, a, as a professional uh, networking group and uh, fantastic recruiting platform. Um, but a lot of us put a profile up there and we don't actually use it, do it properly. Um, there's an articles uh, where you can share articles and so forth, which as, as your personal brand, if you go down this path and put, re redo your LinkedIn uh, profile, um, do it professionally and start publishing some of your blogs uh, through this platform as well, very quickly you'll ascend um, your brand into a position of authority. Uh, because if you do this on a regular basis, people, you know, they will see and they'll expect to see uh, more of uh, what your brand is about and um, what, what you stand for. So remain authentic in everything you do there. Um, but if you push it on a regular basis, you'll elevate your brand. Um, there's no denying it. So, um, and as the same goes for understanding the rest of the social media platforms as well, um, they're all different. I mean, uh, the way Facebook uh, um, algorithms work is quite different to the way um, Instagram operates uh, and, and the Snapchat with the story and so forth. I mean, they're all different. So, but what you need to understand is you need to keep your brand the message of your brand has to stay the same, irrelevant of what platform, what social media platform you're on. So it means you might, you just have to fine tune the way, uh, what you're posting um, to suit the, the social media platform that you're on. If you just fine tune it to suit each platform, it then keeps your message, your message remains the same, it keeps it consistent. And again, your brand is going to boom. And that's what it's about. Let's trying to explode your brand. Um, so social media, get on social media. I mean, I can't, I can't scream this loud enough that social media is the way. It is the low cost, high benefit uh, resource that's in the marketplace right now. So um, which brings me to uh, the next little topic of networking. Okay. Now we all got networks. We all got and they're around us. Uh, we live in a community. It's undeniable. You've got a network whether you like it or not. It's there. So you've got your social, you've got your family network, you've got uh, your uh, friends network, you've got a work network, you've got a sporting network, you've got a social. It's all there. There's networks all around us. We're all part of it. We're part of a network whether we like it or not. The fact is, do we recognize the network that we're in? Do we understand how we can leverage that to boost our brand? Um, and it's and look, there's no shame about letting the people in your network know what you do, and who you are, what your brand is, and what you're about. Because you might be very surprised. There's somebody in one of your networks right now in need of some of your services, 
that need you, your help right now. I can guarantee you there's someone in your network right now that could do with your help. And they don't know you exist. They don't know what you do because you haven't told them. So make sure you let people know. You, you can just do it subtly. You don't have to be in your face. You don't have to shove business cards down their throat every time you see them. But let them know what you do. Now, in that regard, don't be afraid to state your opinion. So you're in networking, your conversation, your social environment. Um, being authentic is the biggest part of your brand. And part of this is let people know what you stand for. So as individuals, we all have an opinion on, on, on different items. I mean, if you didn't have an opinion, what are you, a cardboard cutout? I mean, there's nothing worse than either a yes man or, or a fence sitter. So find a way of speaking up, stating your opinion. It doesn't have to be ob obtuse or abrasive. You know, there's, you, you can, you're entitled to your opinion, work on your delivery, and um, you will see uh, people will appreciate the fact that you've given something some thought, you've thought about it, you've formed an opinion, and you've articulated that to the group. And if you're capable of doing that in a manner that doesn't polarize people, well, you're, you're, you're absolutely winning and you'll be respected, your brand will uh, increase in uh, integrity uh, because people will see that you're a person of substance and yes, you have an opinion, you do stand for something and there is some value and some worth there behind the brand and that's what people are looking for. So on the visual, on the front end of uh, creating brands, um, what we're talking about there is, is like branding images, branding photos. Now, this is something that's been overlooked in real estate for so long. Um, and people just go and get a headshot done by you know, the, the local photographer or something, or they get their iPhone out and they'll take a picture. Yep, that'll do me, I'm happy with that. That's great, that's a great picture of me. Or they'll get a picture when they're on holidays over in Fiji. Oh, look how happy I am. Yes, I'll use that. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Get branding, professional branding photos by a photographer that specializes in branding images. These are the images that will find their way onto your website, onto all your brochures, on your sole brochures, on your, uh, in, on your, on your articles. They'll find their way in your social media, everywhere. And the brand, the images need to remain consistent. So uh, most professional branding photographers will do um, 30 to 40 images, everything from, you know, seated, standing, you know, that, you know, right side, left side, um, hands in the air, actions, jumping, ex exclamations, the whole lot. This is what branding images are all about because there's a place in your marketing material for each of each of these images somewhere. And there's nothing better than getting a whole consistent uh, photo library that you know you can grab any of those images at any time and it's gonna keep consistent with your brand. Again, branding consistency is the key to growing your brand. So branding photos, best investment you as a real estate agent will ever make. If you haven't done it, seek it out. If you need to know about it, um, shoot me a PM, jump on a Facebook, look me up, Monty Van Dyke, um, shoot me a private message, send me a friend request if you like, send me a message, I'll put you onto some fantastic uh, branding photographer uh, that you can use um, 
we have one that works in our company in Easy Agent Real Estate, um, and she travels with us uh, nationwide doing all of our, our agents. Um, she, I believe, is the best in the industry. I'm happy to give you her referral, okay? So send me a PM, I'll send you the referral. Now, just like I mentioned previously about having an opinion, equally important is don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, don't sit there thinking that you know it all. And um, asking questions, the benefit of asking questions demonstrates to everyone that you're actually interested in the conversation. So if you're, you're, it means you're listening to the conversation, you're taking interest, and you have a genuine interest. So you're asking a question. What about this? What about that? How did you do that? What about how, what happened after that? You know, these are normal questions that you engage with, and it shows and it demonstrates that you're engaging with um, you know the conversation, and that there's more behind the person other than just like they see in the branding pictures and on the brochures. They actually want to know who's behind the brand, and this is another opportunity to demonstrate to everyone who you are. Now, one of the most um, overlooked, I guess, and it's not just in real estate, it's not just in branding, it's not just in business, I think it's in life. It's um, I've seen this um, my whole life, to be honest, and it does sadden me a little bit because, um, look, we're all very quick to, you know, hold our hand up and, and have people reach out to us and help us, and, and so we get what we want. Um, it seems to be almost DNA coded in, in most of us that we know what we want, we know who to target or who to um, ask for help, you know, so we get what we're looking for. But unfortunately, and this is the, the very unfortunate, this is a sad bit about it, is that most people fail to give recognition to those who have actually helped them. So... This is something, if you stay mindful of this and you acknowledge these people that helped you achieve what you're achieving in your brand, in your business, um, and on your journey to success, this little, that little acknowledgement that, um, of recognition, um, yeah, I mean, it, it helps you stay humble in the whole process. And staying humble is a gift. Um, and... Once that's recognised, believe me, believe me, if you're humble in this regard like this, your brand will thank you for it. There is no question about it, okay? So give recognition when it's due. Pay homage to those people that helped you and, and this is what you need to do. So um, your brand will be boosted through this. And So moving on to something uh, more positive, um, we're talking positioning statements. Um, you'll see every great brand has that one single line that positions itself in the market. Now, um, you might need to give this a, a fair bit of thought, but the one thing I can recommend, and this is from experience, and that's choose a positioning statement, not one that has some great insightfulness from, you know, um, a thousand years ago from some guru that was sitting on a hill, but choose a positioning statement that reflects your ethos of who you are, something that is very true about yourself and your beliefs. If you can find that positioning statement, 
that singly will will solidify the, the your branding statement of of the, your brand image that you're trying to get out there. Okay, so give some thought to it. Don't rush into it. You're better off trading without one until you actually find the one that you really want. Okay. Um, the next topic, the next tip, and look, we're nearly there. Only a few to go, so uh, we're on the home run. Um, one recommendation I can make is take the time to teach. If you you're, you're working through in your business, you're building your brand, and you and you and you're growing something great. Now, all of that is very self-indulgent, and it's it's a means to an end for yourself, obviously, and for those around you. So, but if you can take the time to give back and you can teach, teach what you've learned. You've you've probably done the hard yards. You've you've buried yourself till midnight, working late, big hours. Um, you've had all the knockbacks and all the rest. But take the time and pass that knowledge on to someone else. Um, not just one person, onto a few people. You can do it in a group session. Mentoring is a fantastic medium to um, pass on knowledge and um, and teaching is a single a singular way of again um, concreting um, what you believe in, what your brand should be, and it tells it speaks volumes about who you are and what you're about. So teaching is something that it may not come natural to you, but it's something that you can try and do. And I certainly encourage you to explore this as much as you can. And, and not just that one-off, seek students, seek out those people that are willing to be mentored, take them under your wing and help them. And this, believe me, you'll get more out of this than they will. And, and take it from me. I've, I've done it. I know. And it surprised me. You probably find it hard to believe, but it, it, it truly, you actually get more out of it than, than your students. So um, the next little tip, uh, I'd want to just uh, touch on is uh, emotional triggers. Now, I don't want to get into the whole psychology of everything, but if you're mindful about, um, you know, how you operate socially and professionally uh, with your brand, um, you'll 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 find automatically just being mindful of how you know people's emotions and things, uh, how they react to uh, certain comments and and behavioural things, um, you'll see this builds bridges um, between gaps between buyers and sellers and husbands and wives and vendors. And, um, you know, these are the little things that you may recall I spoke about, the 1% guys. They're experts. They are absolute geniuses and they're so insightful on emotional triggers. They can read what's, what, what the, the other party is feeling at any point of the conversation. Hence, they know how to uh, how to manage that situation quickly, and because they do it so well, they have success after success after success. They can close deals that people would uh, would have thought were, were unclosable, and this this emotional triggers is what where what it's all about. And it's something again, uh, we're not going to have you know a half hour um, you know brainstorm session on this, but. It's something that I, I certainly recommend you um, jump online and, and and do a bit of homework. Do you know um, there, there's plenty of information out there about this, and you, there's plenty to learn. So, and even if you 
learn a little bit about it so you're mindful of it so you can read the signs then you're already you know you're halfway there so um and that's that's what you just got to be remember we're aiming to be seven out of ten yeah so um the next tip you need to learn and recognize what your unique voice is so when I, when I say unique voice, don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not talking about um, putting on a you know, Bugs Bunny voice or, or something like that. What I'm talking about is um, that when you have a conversation with someone, you speak in a particular manner that um, delivers authentic, or, or shows how, you're, how authentic you are, how genuine you are, and how sincere um, you are to the cause you know, to, with your vendor, um, and so forth. So this is uh, how you convey the message of your brand. So, um, you know, it, 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 whether you are naturally a calm person, and you might be very passive, um, I feel that I'm extremely passive when I speak, I'm not that overhyped up, uh, jumping out of my socks, uh, you know, type of person. Um, but some people are, some people are extremely excitable. I mean, I've listened to plenty of podcasts and, you know, it sounds like the person's about to have like a heart attack. They're so excited about everything, um, which is great. You know, it's entertaining to listen to and I do enjoy them. Um, but, you know, then you get the other people are just absolutely pessimistic in the whole, you know, the choice of words and the whole tone. Everything's, everything's negative. But um, whatever your voice is, your unique voice, which is you, you need to find who you are. And that, that you need to keep refining. And when you get that right, you've got that down pat, um, that then becomes your genuine you. Um, and you'll find uh, you turning to that every time you have a conversation and it works for you because it's genuine. That is who you become. Uh, the next tip, and this one's something uh, we're going back into a bit more analytical side of things, um, and it's analysing your analytics. So... Looking at the numbers, um, you know, we're talking about Google keywords and phrases. We were talking about social media um, and um, engagements. And we're probably, you know, um, or haven't spoken about YouTube and so forth, but that's another way of building your brand and so forth. So you want to look at your numbers. What, are, what's, what conversations, what have you put out there that was really engaging? What have, has the public really enjoyed listening to or um, really related um, to whatever it is that you, that topic, that particular thing that you spoke about or that you shared. And when you find what that is, you simply want to be doing more of that. There's no point doing a lot of YouTube videos or a lot of Facebook posts on a topic that doesn't, nobody engages with. So find, look at your analytics find what works, find what converts, and do more of that. It's pretty simple when you think of it that way. But you, again, you just need to be mindful of it. But if you are, if you become mindful of it, that's a very quick way of finding out what works, what doesn't work, and you fast-track your brand to success. And again, these 26 tips are all about exploding your brand. So that's what it's about. Um, two last things, and then we're all wrapped up. Um, so we've covered off a lot of content already. Now, you might want to go back and read this again. Um, another way is simply find me on Facebook 
so Monty Van Dyke on Facebook, uh, look me up, um, or you can go to my business page, Monty E. Van Dyke, like the business page. I will post a link to the podcast on my business page. If you just go into the comments and type yes, I will email you an ebook of the 26 tips to boost your brand, yeah? So just comment yes uh, in the post uh, on the on the uh, podcast post on my business page at Monty E. Van Dyke. Uh, comment yes, and I will send you um, a free ebook about the 26 tips. So you'll have them on reference, okay? So the last two uh, items I want to speak about, these two tips, um, this one's quite important. Uh, I simply say, it's not about you. Yes, I know I've been speaking this whole time saying it's about you, building your brand, push you, push you, push you. But believe me, at the end of the day, it's not about you. It's about everyone else. It's about your clients, your customers, your vendors, your buyers. It's about everyone else except you. So every time you're engaging in a conversation, every time you're posting, every time you're writing, you're writing about them. It's what's in it for them, okay? It's not what's in it for you. The what's in it for you will happen automatically later, okay? You'll get the derivative, believe me. It will come your way. But you need to build your brand and it's all about your, your customers, your clients, your vendors and your sellers, yeah, and your buyers. So that's what it's about. Um, it's not about you. Now, last but not least, and this is the one that I, I live my life with uh, by, and that's have passion. The most successful people in this world have created the most amazing businesses, and they haven't done it from being the smartest people, having the best knowledge, having the best products. No, they have done it because they're driven by passion. They believe in what they're doing. They are passionate about what they're doing and nothing can stop them. Nothing can stand in their way because they're so passionate about it, they will keep going. They just never, ever give up. Believe me, if you're passionate about your brand, your brand will succeed. There is no doubt, there is no way it cannot succeed. It will succeed whether you're doing it right or whether you're doing it wrong, indifferent, any other way. If you're passionate about it, you will continue, you will not give up, you will get there in the end. And I and I wish you all the best. I believe that you can do it. I wanna see you succeed. I'd love to hear your, your success story later. Um, share with me, PM me anytime. I'd love to hear your success stories. This is um, podcast about uh, building your brand. Uh, my name is Monty Van Dyke. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Um, yes, it's been 46 minutes. It hasn't been the shortest, but I hope uh, that you got some real value out of this. Um, more podcasts coming your way shortly. Thank you again for tuning in. My name is Monty Van Dyke. I'm from Easy Agent Real Estate. That's easyagent.com. Um, look us up, like us on Facebook. Send me a message. I'm happy to share. Go to my business page, Monty E. Van Dyke. Post yes in the comments on the podcast that I'll, that will be shared on the page shortly and I'll send you a free ebook about the 26 tips of exploding your business brand. Thanks again for tuning in. Uh, I'll talk to you again shortly. Mm -hmm.
Oh, 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 oh,